Drive on lug nuts. Why don't we start the show? Yes. Welcome, lug nuts. We got a great show for you today. We have several recalls. The RAV4 Hybrid, we're going to take a look at it and its sporty new design. We're going to take a better look at Aria and all that comes with her. Stark? No. Soon to be missing from Honda, the Civic and manual transmissions. Lotus goes plug and play with a great new dash for all you track timers. Bowtie by Chevy, 911 by Porsche, brand new 911 Turbo, and unfortunately, 240Z designer died. We're going to take a look back at his mm. work. Drive on lug nuts indeed. And of course, we want you to stop over here to pjandwh.com where you're going to find all of the luggy and nuttiness, like yesterday's Let's Play with Your Perjangers, uh, episode 8. Eight of the Elder Scrolls Online Greymore expansion. We're going to be getting you some more Let's Play with Your Projanger content up there soon. But you can also check out last week's Triforce podcast, The Rule of Bob, as well as last week's Lug Nuts, Zero to Sexy Lazy in Bob. Three Seconds. Well, we're going to go to Zero to a recall by Hyundai. Oof. Apparently, there's an electrical problem with the dash. It has a tendency to overheat. Elantra, Sonata, Accent, and Volster? Veloster. Veloster. Yeah. That's their kind of crossover. A lot of cars. Go to visit Hyundai's, web, Hyundai's website. It's hard to say because it's Korean. Yeah. Hyundai's website for more details. I mean, you know... 272,000 cars, that's not... You kind of... Yeah, you're yeah. kind of going to want to get an electrical... You don't want your... Because a lot of people have those cars. Those are very popular models that they listed out. Oh, yeah. There. Very so popular. Definitely call your high Also, we have someone that else you're going to have to call, which we don't get... Ghostbusters? No, Volvo. Oh. For a seatbelt recall problem. This is not oh, the only yeah. seatbelt recall problem. There's a problem... With the anchor bolt, yeah, and the seat belt, yeah. So, different companies have had recalls. They applied on that the before. formula, and mm -hmm. this is worth recalling because yeah. they care about your safety. And no other company, I think, cares more about your safety. I think, I mean, although they all they'll automatically schedule service, there is no better way something? to get sued if you ignore an issue like that. Yeah. Yeah, there is you're, no you're, you're, better that, way to get sued. Really going to be. We would be saying, "Hey, remember that company Volvo?" That's yeah. that's what we would be saying. But they're but fortunately, the there. they've thought of it, and yeah. fortunately, Mitsubishi has also mm -hmm. thought of this recall. The they have another recall to fix the second row seat buckle mm. on their SUV. A lot of safety recalls this week from 2014 to 2019. So if you got a Mitsubishi, you might want to give the so if you have an Outlander, a call. <coughs> yeah, if you got an Outlander in that times time frame, 2014, 2019, that's pretty, you know, uh pretty standard. The PHEV SUVs are 2018 to 2019, so that's a little bit more specific range, but will need to be brought to the dealership uh, once the recall begins September 
11th of this year. So don't go jumping off the gate for this one. Just give them a call, see if they have any instructions for you, any kind of thing. If you're really worried about it, they'll be able to instruct you as best they can. But that recall, I mean, you know, just don't hit anything. Yeah. I think that's the goal every time you go driving, unless you're at a demolition derby. Wait, that's not the goal? The goal is, no, unless you're at a demolition derby. Ooh, if you're at a demolition derby, then I need to you should change. hit people. Alright, I'm, I'm writing that one all down. Right. I'm writing that one down. But, they have all new Toyota RAV4. I know okay. the RAV4 hasn't changed, I think, in a long time. But this uh, is their sporty new okay. changes. It comes with a 300... And two horsepower. They're, they like the new body kit that they put on it. They think it's something yeah. very special. Um, it's special. It has a front spoiler. That one. Right. Pardon me. How right about there. that? Is That is timing. That's what that is. That a is a spoiler. front spoiler. Adventure yeah. side ugly, skirts. Yeah. Let's look at those adventure side mm. skirts. Ooh. Don't those side skirts just scream adventure to you? They're it's, all. It looks like they copied like uh, somebody tapping on a sound wave. Like, is this mic on? Capture the last tap. We got that. Put it on the side of the car. Okay. They have a variety of colors. It comes in black, gray, and white. Wow. That's it. No way. Although here they show one in red. So yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, maybe I'm expecting red later blue. on. Maybe later on, different trim. First off, your custom little lip design in the front there, that's ugly. You don't like that? I don't like Going that. for an overall bigger design of coolness. I don't don't like, you think it looks uh, cool? I mean, the overall design is fine. It has 20s on it. It's just, look, those fog lights, I know they're LED. I know they're very bright. I'm, I'm sure. And LED I know the science lights. behind it. But it just looks ugly. It's a new Rev Four built for adventure. Now the back end doesn't look bad. I wouldn't mind if, if you bought one of these because I'd be seeing that, and that's not bad. That's a very classic not really an SUV Toyota person. It is. It is. A very is classic I think Toyota it's a rear end right now. It's a different looking Toyota. Yeah, I'm sure they'll sell. I mean, I like the rims. I just don't like that little bottom section there. But I don't have to look at it. Rev Four is very popular. Overall, I would give it like I don't know, maybe like a three and a half, maybe four, um, in the right color. If you gave it, if they gave you the red, I'd give it a, a solid four. But with the lack of colors, I'd probably stick with like a three and a half. On probably that adventure one. edition. Yeah, is just three colors because mm. it showed one in red. So, yeah, Nissan is going to change the world of electric. So, if you have a Nissan Leaf. Yeah. Nothing's really going to change with your plug-and-play shit. Okay. When you go to Electric Up, so Nissan's been making huge uh, investments as well. So they're changing their suppliers for the new Aria, which is an all-new electric vehicle. They're switching from the Cam Demo on the Leaf, okay. which is a supplier of the electric plug thing. Okay. Yeah, it's a supplier. To a yeah. fair... They want... To go to CCS, which is to be a single standard fast charger. All right, the fastest charger besides Tesla. They you know what? They cannot beat Tesla. A single standard. Yeah, I like that. I, I mean, especially I like everything nice and standard. That, you know what that sounds like? That sounds like USB C. Mm -hmm. Tesla has the Lightning port. 
but you mm-hmm. still have your USB-C. Mm-hmm. I like that. I you gotta if you have a standard with and plugs. they're making a big deal that they're making charging stations easier to find. They said they added two thousand DC charging stations, and they plan to add more. They have two hundred more and plans that's what I was just for the United States. Electric is coming to a world near you, and Nissan wants you to be able to fuel up at their EV. Group. And I will now. I want to step off my soapbox that I had I stood on last week because Nissan is doing exactly what I said you need to do for the electric market to really start to pop. You need to make it a lot easier to find all these places that they can plug in. You need to make mm-hmm. it universal so they can plug in absolutely anywhere they yeah. go. They're looking at the fundamental things that you need to do to really move the market forward that Tesla has. So it's almost like Android and iPhone. You know, it's going to be that kind of battle in the electric market right mm-hmm. now. So everybody's going to have their preferences. I think Tesla is going to go to the iPhone market. Gets standardized. Right? Yeah, I really believe that Tesla will kind of go along the iPhone route, and mm-hmm. then somebody else like Google or even you know uh, all Nissan. the manufacturers will eventually go yeah. with what's most efficient. Yeah. That's at least basic business theory. Yeah. So they're on that bombshell. Oh, I have another bombshell. Honda is making big changes. Oh, wow. Okay. So they're going to drop the Civic SI. Really? And the coupe. No way. Shut it down. People don't want the coupe. They don't like the coupe. And I'll tell you why. Kill the coupe. But I thought Because they don't buy it. They don't buy the coupe. No one's buying the coupe. That's fine. But the SI, though. Yeah. No one buys it. They're like hatchbacks, crossovers. So that's what Honda is giving the market what it wants. It will disappear for 2021, but it will make a triumphant return if you want to grab one for 2022, which will probably be the last one. That is a shame, man. Hatchback sales have cut into the coupe sales 24%. Yeah. Yeah. They're also going to eliminate the Honda Fit and the Honda Jazz, which only got... 84 miles of range. Yeah, I don't mind that. But, man. And the Clarify. Ugh. The Clarify is no more. The Clarify is the one, correction, that got the 89 miles range. Uh. But, I mean, still, man, I, I find that a real hit to the car enthusiast for them to stop making the SI. Yes, it was a limited market, but, you know. I understand. You know, they stopped making the Lancer. That kind of looks suit. like a crossover yeah. anyway. Yeah, but the SI, <laughs> I really, uh, I see that as a hit, man, because yeah. the SI was For a manual. Car guys everywhere. You're going to be getting less and less ma- manual car. That's going to be like saying, I, you know, I could uh, drop the needle on a record directly on the next song. That's what driving a manual is going to be like. And it's gonna. It's sad. Well, speaking of manuals, this next story is all about the loss of the manual. Damn, I didn't Honda even look Honda is losing the manual transmission. Ugh. Just like the SI is disappearing, the Honda will mostly only be sold with automatic. They recently, uh, the writer of this car and driver story, Joey, went to a what? Out of 1,500 cars, he found seven. Yeah. 
with manual transmission. Yeah. And they're probably base models. This is the Honda Accord. Uh, it will so be sold in auto only with 1.5 liter, 192 horsepower engine. Or you go for the big boy, 2 liter, 252 uh, horsepowers packed in there. Manual sales are only 1-2% to 2 of they, their sales. I know. About... 2,500 to 3,000 cars are sold. Unfortunately, people have tried to keep this alive. They, The head of production says we're not going to get rid of the manual. There will be manuals in the future. So, yeah, but there's not that many of them because people don't drive them anymore on a regular basis. And eventually, the you know, with electric cars, you don't need to shift. Yeah, I know. Just all power, all the time. So. I know. It's just such a different time. Collect your manual today. It's like if an emu saw a, a tsunami coming. He's going to think it's a gigantic fucking wave who's just going to thrash his environment, and it is. Yeah. yeah. In other news, what's Land Rover doing? Well, I think... Land Rover Jag. They have a brand new engine. A straight six diesel. Click on that beautiful beam footage. Okay, they have a brand new straight six diesel. I didn't look at the photo because I assumed you'd pick something out. And we can uh, mild hybrid it. electric vehicle technology. It is all aluminum for more performance. 48 volts. NHEU hybrid tech. Lightweight construction, aluminum. Aluminum is very lightweight, and it's still the inline for more power. Yeah, and the only thing, the thing that really drove people away from inline engines is that you have to get the timing of the cylinders right so that mm-hmm. it doesn't rock the engine and make unnecessary movements and stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, boost system, a two close coupled series sequentially arranged turbos. So their engine, it's a dual turbo, and their engine is going to have a fuel system. That I would advise for every engine. Yeah, an advanced fuel system, which is up to a 2,500 bar and delivers up to uh, five injectors for every engine cylinder, or for every engine cycle, and the quantities as small as 0.8 milligrams delivered in 12 microseconds. That sounds really That is impressive. 12 microseconds. That is how fast processes are happening in your engine to where it could be something as little as that going wrong and somebody would come in saying, I don't know, it's running funny. And you have to decipher that. So that's kind of what the mechanic is. I like the dual turbochargers. People with Land Rover, I assume you buy a Land Rover because you want to go anywhere you want on the land. Low friction You'd like to rove about the land, I think. And the low friction design, the efficiency boosting steel pistons and advanced uh, exhaust gas recirculation, EGR system is uh, joint technology. So that's going to really make it very low friction, very easy. It's uh, it all in all, it looks like a very good designed uh, motor there. Thirteen yeah. percent improved CO two efficiency. That improvement. That is nice. Yeah, absolutely. And if you'd like to plug and play something, we have this next story with Lotus. Really? Lotus story went away. Well, Lotus 
<laughs> you can leave it here, I suppose. Right, sure. Lotus has a brand new track day uh, display where you can plug into your Lotus. Oh. It has all sorts of different track settings. It has 4,000 race circuits around the world. You'll be able to record lap times, and it's about $1,800. That's cool. So it's a different display that you can plug in. You can plug it Just in. Just for your when you're going into the track. It can have different tracks. Different tracks, different set settings, there. and yeah. everything all tuned. That is very ni- that's a very nice uh, little thing that they would add in there. That's very uh, advanced. They want to take your track day to the next level. It really it's shows nice that they're know. putting it toward they're putting their focus towards their customers and what they they want to do in the Lotus. If they take it to the track, yeah, Lotuses hey, are kind of built. You're going to want this. That. Plug that in. You'll have fun. Yeah, let me know. So Chevy. Has a big plan to release all release all sorts of electric vehicles. Find a stimulating picture there. GM reveals 12 new electric vehicles. Cadillac, Buick, GMC, and Chevy. The goal is to bring 20 electric vehicles by 2023. And here are some of the contenders. The Bolt. The Bolt, that is one that's currently on there. They're counting that as one. They also have the Chevy Bowtie. I saw Bowtie, and I was... I really questioned... Chevy Bowtie brand. Yeah. They say these should have 400-mile range upon release. Should. I like that phrase. I added should. Oh, oh, okay. I added the should. <laughs> they probably... Because. With a more resounding... Yeah. We're going to do this, because they want you to buy it. Got a brand new Buick there. That's... Left-click thesaurus word here. Yeah, um, there it is, the Buick. There's the Bu- I kind of like that design. That's a yeah. really nice design. It's different Even for a but, Buick. Uh, the shaved, shaveless door handles. You know, you could just have a popper in there. It's obviously a concept. I, I, I don't see that going into production because you know a winter day. Confused. You know, I would like that as an option. If you, that would be a great mainly option. only sold in states that don't get snow or any frosty weather. Yeah, well. At option that way people can have it if they choose or door jam thermal heaters that can make sure that the everything is heated up before you try to go to the door. So some of the ones that they have are the Bolt, the Aspire, the Elise Seven, the Hummer, the Lyric, the Celeste Coil, which which will have a five to six hundred mile range, and that one will be from Cadillac. Mm-hmm. The Lusquil. Lysquil. Yes. And they also have an auto drive. Wow, I like the front of that thing. Yeah. That looks exactly like the other one. Lysquil? I don't know. I need the. L Y R I Q. Let me know how dumb I am for not being able to pronounce that. Leave it in the comments or send us a comment. We'd love a pronunciation of that. But it does because I like the front end of that. Even though the front end, that you know, that's a nice. That's a very nice design. It's a very nice concept design for that car. Once again, shaveless door handles. I think that if they could work that old icy region out, they could make a lot of car sales just off of that shaveless door handle look. It's a nice. Nice sleek look, <coughs> but in yeah. everyday use, I mean, but a five to six hundred mile range though, and on that is a, a very reasonable 
range. That's where, all right, I gotta spend how long? All right, well, let's go to this amusement park that has this electric hookup. We'll go spend yeah. a day at the amusement park and I'll charge up the car. You know? Th- yeah. That kind Something of. you can spend some time. Yeah. Although, with the quick charging systems they have rigged up, yeah. these things are gonna charge quicker and quicker. But, fortunately, there's one source of petroleum, and that's Porsche. They have a brand all new 911 Turbo. Even better Porsche stuff. Zero to sixty in two point seven sex seconds. Sexons. Yes. Zero to sixty in two point seven seconds. They actually grab Nine. out a sexton and they drive the Porsche by it, and that's how they gauge that. Okay. It's a new okay. type of measurement. Uh, and that speed got them to ninety six point five miles an hour with a top speed of one hundred. And 99 miles an hour. Although the Sexton only works at night, so. The convertible is two tenths quicker. Two tenths. Aerodynamically, yeah. They shave two whole tenths off that time. Interesting. It has 20s in the front, 21s in the rear. So no They lower the height by 0.4 inches. I remember when I was working. Dynamic chassis control that will cut roll. In the fast corners. Yeah. I was working at Dodge, and uh, I was talking to this guy. He had, like, you know, some. it, it was one of the b- models that it had different sized rims, and I was trying to sell him a tire rotation. And he was just like, well, the fronts are 21s, and, you know, the rears are 21s, and the fronts are 20s, so I, I, I can't rotate them. <laughs> I just remember feeling like the biggest... <laughs> if it was a Looney Tune, I would have turned into a jackass. Well, in this Porsche, they have something for your ass. They have 14-way <laughs> seats, nice. Bose surround sound stereo, 10.9-inch touchscreen. Okay. All right. Lightweight package cuts 66 Ooh. pounds off Ooh, the I car, and they'll charge that. you extra for that one. I love that. Interior. And it has no real se- rear seats. Because let's face it, yeah, yeah. what did you really it's need the rear seats for? It's not for humans. No. It's for a bag. No. Yeah. It's a per- It's a it driver a, and a bag. That's it's all a that's classic for. looking interior. Yeah. I like that interior. I love that. That is simplistic. The black and the brown, just the light brown offsetting the dark black color. You have a lot of light uh, silver accents in there, which really kind of it just bring everything really together. The, it really does. Yeah. Nice coloring. Everything. It's about like it is a well placed rug. It really brings the room together. Yes, and as said by the dude. And trims the dog's nails. Yeah. And another dude. Unfortunately, we've had a loss in the automotive world. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, y- Yao Wu, Yosahiko, the designer of the Datsun 240Z, Yosahiko Masu. Uh, designer of the legendary Datsun okay. 240Z has died, unfortunately. Um, but the 240Z is easily Nissan's... It, it, it's their example of a sports car. And this man designed this car, which you can still see simplistic things in it the design. It is a beautiful-looking car. It, even if you compare it to the... Three seventy Z's of today, you can still see his influence throughout mm-hmm. this brand, and that is the Japanese sports car, pretty much. Hey, this is Nissan's mm-hmm. sports car. I'm putting it here. Rear wheel drive, mm-hmm. nose car, very British influence in that. 
aspect. Except but all it that works. quality. You even see a little bit, I mean, I want to say maybe even a little bit of Aston in here in this original kind of front well, end. Well, you know, everybody, the culture, you know? the larger culture of the automotive world influences everything. And one of the designers of the Mustang has also died. Yeah, and this is the thing, man. You have such a classic car that people love to this day. They they will just that is that is a fantastic looking classic. They car. will slice sl- slice throats just to you know just to grab one just to grab right one, and one. it's really good and it's prominent here. Uh, in where they said the vo- senior vice president said we're all saddened at the loss of uh, your. I said it once. I don't have to say it again. Matsuo, uh, an incredible designer whose influence created an original, uh, the original 240Z and other Nissan vehicles. What he and his team created in the Z was a revolution of design that expressed Nissan's DNA in one vehicle. And is that that's a, how much? Is that a Porsche commercial? Yes. Ad? Okay, that's enough for me. But did it. you can even you can even see that in just this design that everything that he's doing with the 240Z gets transposed into Nissan's DNA and it comes off in other cars Because it was a classic car that the really uh, the market took notice. And yeah. the market is still taking yeah. notice. I think it's a fantastic looking uh, I gotta Japanese say, sports car. We would all be so lucky to leave behind such a legacy as the 240. Yeah. Fantastic Absolutely. car. And a big day. bucket of win because he, he made it to level 86. So, we should all be so lucky, July 11th, and uh, this is this man's going to be terribly missed, especially because he was still influencing to the day. He was still going into the Nissan development studio, and they were using him as, like, an advisor of, like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you mm-hmm. think about that? So, Nissan, you know, to have someone like got that a big loss board. right there. It's so, a big loss, but... We'd love win. to hear from you here at pjandwh.com. Click on the Contact Us page. Put your name, your email address, and your message. We'd love to hear from you yeah, man. every day. Find it's us on necessary. all social medias, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, and see all of the latest updates there. Um, we have a lot going on. We'll see you tomorrow for the Triforce Podcast. And Saturdays for Let's Play With Your Pajangers. We may be going in a different direction. We may, we may, we we may, we may, we'll let you know. You never know. You just have to tune in next Saturday for Let's Play With Your Pajangers, every Sunday for Lug Nuts, and every Monday for Triforce, and you can find everything in its entirety on pjandwh.com. And, of course, you know it, guys. It doesn't matter if you drive a Porsche or you drive a 240Z. Nothing rolls without Lug Nuts. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye, Walljangers. We have someone... The else you're gonna have to call, which we don't get. Ghostbusters? No, Volvo. Oh, that's gonna be like saying I, you know, I could uh, drop the needle on a record directly on the next song. That's what driving a manual is going to be like. And it's gonna, it's set. They actually grab out a sexton and they drive the Porsche by it, and that's how they gauge that. So I gotta move my ass.
because I'm sitting on the one bone you want. He's got Meanwhile, three bones over here. You got three now bones. Four. One with a treat inside, and Which none of those are good. He has not figured out. He hasn't figured out how to get the treat out of the. Thing. None of those are good. The one bone that's under my ass, you have to hop out and make it present. Excuse me, sir. You're sitting on my bone. This is very serious stuff when you sit on someone's bone. <sighs> All right, you ready to begin? Absolutely. Bye-bye, air conditioner. A short show. <coughs> short show. Hmm. That reminds me of a short story. A very short story, like the last Let's Play with your Projangers, uh, The Graymore. That was a short story. Yes. But I guess we should start this short story. Man, that was a good podcast. And I yes. tell you what, they're going to hit right there. Boom! They're going to smash that subscribe button. Right here? Yeah. They're going to go right above my head and find the best video for them. Right there. It's amazing. And over there, they're going to find all of the Lugnuts pod, uh, podcast and playlist. And they're going to go right over there in the corner. Right they're going to hit that like button. And then comment below. Drive on. Thanks for stopping by. Bye! <laughs>